Hey guys, welcome to the Enrich Your Life podcast. You're with your host, Rich Lauda, and we're going to be talking all things health, fitness, and well-being related. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get this podcast started. Alright guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am very grateful to have Miss Nicole Steffens on the podcast today. Hello. Uh, Welcome Nicole. Nicole is only 22 but is an owner of four PLC gyms which I find quite inspiring. Um, She's from Brisbane so not far up uh, north from from where I'm at on the Gold Coast. And um, yeah, again, welcome Nicole. Thanks Um, for having me on here. No worries, it is absolutely my pleasure. And um, I'd love to hear a little bit more around your background. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like tell me a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, definitely. So I um, got started, well, originally I had no intention of becoming a personal trainer, but I guess that's where my business journey began. I loved animals, thought I would become a vet. Um, but then when it came to choosing my subjects in grade 10, I was like, man, I have to choose science and biology and all these subjects I absolutely hated. So, and I hated blood. So I don't know how I thought I was going to be a vet. <laughs> But then um, at that same time, we got offered to do a subject of Cert 3 and 4 in fitness. And I remember having a real struggle because, you know, vet, uni, like that seemed to be, you know, high paying job, safe, secure kind of thing. Um, On the other hand, though, I really didn't want to do the subjects, didn't want to study it. Um, But if I chose fitness and pursued this like other passion of mine around sport and health, I wasn't eligible for an OP. But my mum, so I essentially couldn't go to uni or get a higher education, which I thought I had to have to be successful and make a lot of money. And my mum, though, said to me at that time, which was so valuable and I hold on to so, so much, is if you do what you love, you'll end up in a job that you love and then you'll love your life. So it won't be a drag to go to work and you'll be more happy and fulfilled is essentially how I interpreted that. So I'm like, oh, cool. So it doesn't really matter what I choose. So I choose fitness um, and HPE and obviously um, you have to do your science and uh, like your maths, English and um, agriculture. So I chose those ones um, and and did my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness in school. And that's when I fell in love with training people of how you could help someone turn around their life. Um, They would thank you for helping them change parts of their life. And it was so fulfilling. I felt just so fulfilled doing that and loved it, loved talking to people, making people happy. Um, And that's, I guess, what pursued And I've always had this passion to start a business. I know as I started developing my thoughts for myself in grade 11 and 12, I realized I really don't want to be stuck in a job forever. I really want to have some freedom to be there for my kids, um, to travel a lot. And I started to realize that, you know, just maybe getting 40, 50 grand a year is good for a few years, but I really wanted something more for my life. And I thought it would be quite a few years before I would own a gym. Maybe I'd manage a gym for four years and then own, buy a gym or something. Um, and that's really not the story that ended up happening. I, got into um, Fernwood Fitness, was my job straight after school and was just working there on reception, PT, Les Mills, I got trained in group fitness um, and was doing that. And as I was doing that, I was doing a boot camp on the side. And as this boot camp grew, it was going into winter and I knew that just the state of, I used um, that was in Pittsworth and I was working in Toowoomba and just how cold it gets there. I knew that if I didn't move my boot camp inside, I'd lose my clients. I only had 10 at that stage, but that was a lot, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, and so I knew I had to do something with this boot camp. I knew that I could see gaps in the gym I was working at, things I didn't like about how they weren't helping people really around food and mindset. Um, and I guess, um, 
from that aspect, um, I left that job and started my own fitness studio. And that fitness studio slowly grew. Um, and that's really where I guess I started my business journey at 17 years old was when I opened that fitness studio and I've had such an interest in business and creating a life that you love, not living by other people's rules. I really hate being controlled. Um, and that's why I believe I got into business. Now I thought it was going to be easy. I was naive. I thought I was going to get rich so quick um, and I was really in it for some short-term wins where now I believe and know that business is a marathon and you do it for passion, purpose, um, and it, it is a long-term thing. But back then I had no idea what I was going into, which I think the naivety helped me because now knowing like there was a few points in my business which I was like, if I knew what I knew now, I wouldn't have started. Yeah. Um, now, now I'm at a different point. I'd do it all over again to get to where I am now. But there were some really hard points, which I'll go into soon, that I was like, man, why would anyone do business? Why did I even start this? And um, so that we, you know, I got that first small studio going. And that first year, we had good growth. Um, that second year, though, we expanded into a bigger premises and turned the gym 24-7. And because I had no understanding of numbers, I totally um, didn't know anything about really the money that was going in and out and all of a sudden we had all this money going out not enough coming in where we had um days where there was just a big bill like a thousand two thousand dollars to pay and no money in the account and I was like how do I turn this around and we were losing at a point where we were losing two to five grand a month I look oh, back wow. at those times now and I have no idea how I got through like how we made it through how I got through that um but you somehow do and but that's when I got to that lowest point I got into a really depressive mindset um and essentially what happened there is I ended up in long story short I nearly committed suicide actually in that moment this is about two years in so I was about 19 but that's the point where I was like I've got to turn something around like I have got to learn or do something or change something now I'd done some personal development just listening to Tony Robbins' audiobooks when I first started. And I remember him saying that you've got to role model success. You've got to have a coach or a mentor that does things, um, that has the success that you want, that can then teach you, learn, you can model their results. And if someone else has done what you want to do, you can do it too. And that's when I just opened up the possibility of a coach or a mentor, but I really had no money to pay for one. But that's when I met Lewis and um, Lewis Huckstep first from PLC and Scott Lewis later on. Um, they started really helping me out with some marketing, sales, business mindset. They gave me a lot of personal development videos and that just really started to grow my mindset again. Wow. And um, and that's what got me that gym to, a, a gain a break-even point. And then I joined with PLC and opened um, PLC Toowoomba. And then uh, about six to eight months after I'd opened PLC Toowoomba, opened PLC Northlakes. Six months after that, we opened PLC Chermside. A couple months after that, which was literally a couple of weeks ago, we opened PLC Albion. And so I, PLC Toowoomba's... Um, it'll be two years in November, so it's not even two years old, and that's the amount of success that we've had in that time. So I got to a point where I was losing everything I had, my sanity, my mindset, my money, mm. but now to a point where everything is on the consistent growth journey um, where the businesses are profitable now. There is some level of success that I'd always hoped for um, there now, and I'm loving my life more than ever and most more fulfilled more than ever. Wow, it's crazy. What a journey. Yeah, like it's such been cool. highs and lows, right? But as you and I both know, that's what business is like. It ups is. and 
downs, definitely. It's how you um, learn and grow. That's right. Yeah. 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 And you've, and like you said, you've really got to be dedicated to that growth um, to then be able to overcome all these obstacles and move forward, push forward, whether it's in business, whether it's in life in general. You've got to have a bigger reason why. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I really just wanted to touch on like, where does that drive come from for you? Yeah. So um, it's such a hard thing to specifically point. Um, but I feel that it's maybe maybe a learned skill from my dad, who's a very hard worker, and I've seen him and my parents push through a lot and work really hard, and that's a value in our family. I think also the love that I have for what I do and that it's really, I really live by my values and I only do things that makes me happy and that I love. I really couldn't be a cleaner or um, just work in a retail shop. Like, I have to do stuff I love. And then I think because you're committed to the craft, you're happy to learn and grow and you do things you love. So I think that that drive potentially comes from both parts, probably learn skills, seeing my parents. I've learned that trait, but then also doing something I love, committing myself and my life to something I love, knowing there's a greater purpose for my life um, and that I'm here for much, much more than just an average life. Yeah. So I think that helps. Wow. And, and how did that evolve from the start of your career to now? Because mm. you did say that, Initially, you were in it for the, the short-term gain. Yeah. Um, you're very much driven by the success, success and the wealth, um, and that's why you wanted to start your own business. Mm. I think I, I loved helping people too, um, but it was very much originally for that, yes, or yeah. my perceived of what wealth and happiness and success was. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did that evolve in your time? I think the, the more I grew as a person, the more I work I did on myself, the more I learned about business mindset and success. Mm. So the more work I did on myself, my purpose, my mission, my values, the more that grew. Yeah. Um, but now I know money is just a natural subsequence of doing something great for the world and adding value to the world and adding value to other people's lives, solving other people's problems. Um, and that if I do what I love and add value to the world in the way that I love and I live by my values, money will be a natural subsequent. So I don't stress yeah. about money. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, sure, you've got financial hardships in a business um, where certain bills or tougher times come. I'm aware of that, but it's not like a stress because I know that if I live by my values and me and I do what I love and I add value, add massive amounts of value to the world and help people solve problems, that then that will flow as just a natural subsequence. Yeah, yeah, wow. Mm. That's so powerful. Like you said, living by your values. And uh, I guess over time that, that evolves. For mm. myself, I got into... I got into personal training for very um, self-fulfilling reasons, yeah. you know, like I, I just wanted to um, better my own knowledge and, and that there wasn't really that drive to want to help others. Mm. Uh, but now that's very much changed. And it does. Like it you said, there's nothing wrong with, you know, where that initial drive come from, came from, but you know, got you going. You, you, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And er, er, I'm sure that everyone around you is thankful for that initial drive because you wouldn't be where you are now today um, if that didn't happen. But then everything sort of evolves and grows and moves forward from there exactly uh, yeah I want to touch a little bit on the obstacles that you did talk about that yeah. you had during your business and and how you've gone about like over overcoming those like mm. you said that you were at this low point where you were potentially losing everything um, yeah in in your life essentially and then you contemplated suicide mm. so how did you move forward past that point like, yeah I had the belief that if I just got so I was driving when I had that thought and I nearly ran my car into a truck because it was just the mind frame I was in. But I felt like something held me back from doing that and I looked at the corner in front of me and I said, if I just make it to the next corner, I'll be fine. 
So if I just make it to the next corner, I'll be fine. If I just make it to the next corner, I'll be fine. Wow. But then you apply that to your life. If you just get to the next corner or the next day or the next week, mm. you'll be fine. And I had this belief that the bigger the, the frustration or the problem, the bigger the breakthrough. So I didn't know how long that yucky period was going to be, but I knew it wouldn't be forever and I knew there'd be a breakthrough. And I knew that if I could just stick with it long enough, that I'd break through that. Yeah, wow. That's mm. some that's some pretty powerful practical advice that you can really apply um, to just about anything. I spoke with Callum Holt, one of our team members, uh, the other week around improving your, your mental strength and chunking things down like that was a part of that strategy, you know, like just doing the next rep or doing the next set or like you say, getting to that next obstacle and overcoming yeah. it slowly and moving forward that way. So that's awesome. Um, I think that's really powerful. Um I think uh, one other thing that I would really like to touch on as well is like how did you continue to to reset goals and and raise the bar and continue to move forward because what I see right now from you is a very driven young um, lady and I'm very, um, I I guess, uh, what would be the word? I I admire that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and especially being like I'm 30 now and looking at what you've achieved uh, as a a young lady, yeah, like I say, lots of admiration and I, I wish that you know, I'd, I'd been as successful in business as you have, like up until your, your age of 22. But how, how do you continue to, to reset goals and raise the bar continually? Um, it's kind of a thing now I don't think about. Now, I'll, I'll explain it how I feel now and then I'll mm. explain how I got there because now it's it's like it's that learning phase. It's now unconsciously competent. And now it's something I naturally do. I naturally reset and I love that because I'm living my purpose, my mission and my values. I just want to grow. I want to learn. I want to do more. I... I can't imagine a day where I'd just sit still on a beach drinking from a coconut, having a million dollars in the bank (laughs) account and just live off that. There's no part of myself that wants to do that Mm. at all. I have a boring day at home and I'm like, I just can't wait to get back into my business tomorrow. Like I have the weekend off and I'm pumped for Monday. You know, you're wrecked by Friday. (laughs) You work hard. You have the weekend off. You're pumped for Monday. Like I hate taking holidays and it's not in a way I hate rest. I am enjoy rest because it fuels me Mm. for my work my life my mission my purpose yeah um so it's it's easy to keep raising the bar when you love what you do because you just want to pursue grow you're fulfilled you're evolving like i love it that wasn't always the case so i think how did i consistently keep raising the bar at the start when i was driven by more needs like basic needs like just paying bills or anything like that um something really practically i guess is is if you have people around you that are constantly stepping up that makes you want to step up and become better mm. if you have accountability around you um i found that the way that we set our goals and the rhythms that we have and the accountability around setting our goals makes you want to step up and be better um just to back up just real quick um the people around you in those early stages mm. how did you find them or how did you get access to to these yeah so well before like when i went through the real hard stuff in business like i probably didn't really have anyone around me that was strong like that was really business savvy and knew a lot about that which was maybe some of where the problems came i had some really great support around me as well but um different to now and then that's when i started searching for that and i just came across lewis on a live video and it was open enough to that moment to pursue talking to them more but there's so many ways you can get access to now people like networking events or like just even um youtube events or speaking events 
or I say YouTube events, I mean YouTube videos, <laughs> um, podcasts, Video. like to get around minds that are better than you, people that think better than you. Yeah. You have to pay for the, like if you want to get into really good circles, you have to pay for higher events. Like most of the events I go to now are a few thousand dollars, but, and even Cohen's raise masterminds a lot more than that. So you're in a different level of mindset. So yes, there's some free opportunities like networking events, podcast YouTubes to get yourself in a better circles, but there's a point where you're going to have to pay higher money to get into those circles. Um, only and purely because um, people value their time and there's a higher value on those people. So you're not just going to probably come across those people in a bar or the shopping center or the supermarket. Um, they're not going to be wasting their time there. They're going to be doing their, they're using their time at higher level activities. Mm. Um, so you're just not going to come across, you know, if you want to be absolutely exceptional, the best in business or athletes or um, you're maybe a musician or whatever you want to be the best at, you're an artist, you're not just going to find them probably at free events. No, yeah of course not yeah and then obviously like you say there's there's lots of different levels there that are accessible to lots of different people no matter where you are there's a level that you can access you yep. meet other people that are on your level or just above then you need to grow that a little bit more to get to that next level um to then access that next level of people um yeah. that next level of mindset the next level of value that they're adding to the world and society and the next level of money that they're making you know yeah um yeah was was that a, a pivotal point for you i guess um going into coaching um with people like Kerr and Ray yeah. and then expanding your mind around your network and and you know what is possible absolutely yeah. absolutely i think every time that i've pushed myself to go to a next event that I thought I couldn't afford, I've always realized it's so worth it. It returned me 10 times of the value of the money that I paid. I mean, you can choose the wrong coach in the wrong event and then you don't get that feeling, but mm. I've, I've chosen some really good coaches. Um, so typically if you're in the right circles that you invest in yourself, there'll be a massive return on that, the people, the mindset and everything. And practically you've seen that return yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Like in my businesses, in my mindset, in my life. The only reason that I'm here at 22 is because I've worked so hard on myself. So mm. I've done so much personal development events. I've learned so much. I've grown so much. I've pushed my boundaries of my mindset, my potential, the people around me, and I've not accepted average. I've not just accepted what the world told me or society told me or how other people told me I should run my business or live my life. I've pushed those boundaries and asked better questions to find out more to be around people that know more, that are yeah. more, that are doing more. Yeah, right. And that's my attitude and that's what I want for my life. That might not be your attitude, but if you're listening to this still, it probably is something that you're intrigued in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I guess I, I want to really um, put something out that is quite relatable for, mm. for everyone too. You know, What would be some practical advice for, um, say, like a young female similar to yourself mm. that's really just wanting to get more from life yeah. it may not necessarily be based around their career but um, maybe they're feeling unfulfilled at the moment um, maybe they're longing for, for something more um, yeah. but they just really don't know I think you've got to get really clear on what it is that you really want from your life and now that's really hard because if you've been subordinating yourself to other people's ideologies idealisms um, belief systems values and you're trying to please other people and that's a natural pattern that you have that can be really hard to do you need to step away and get really clear on what it actually is that you want from your life what is your definition of success happiness fulfillment life you know what is that really you need to spend some time away from everyone else 
Um, one thing I love at the course that we're down now in Adelaide is the Mojo Master. And I believe getting to one of his Thrive Time events would be really helpful to figure out your values, who you are, what you what you want to do, your life's purpose and your mission. Um, we all have a purpose that we're here for. We all have something we want to do in life. We all have values. We're already living our values. It's whether you're conscious of that or not. Um, so then, and if you're pursuing that or not, which will make you happy. Mm. Um, so what I've kind of forgotten the exact yeah, question. Yeah, so um, I guess you kind of touched on it, mm. but it was more, I guess, practical advice for, um, I guess, someone similar to yourself, like similar sort of mm. de- demographic, a, a young female wanting to get more from life, not necessarily yeah. based around career. Yeah, but yeah just, just and generally more. I mean, Thrive Time yeah. event would be a great place to start for that. Yep. Or a UPW, Tony Robbins event would be great to start with that. Yep. Um, so what you're saying though was like uh, l- largely it's based around finding their their purpose their, their, mission, their mission their values really what yep. you want from life yep. like what you know do you really just want to do what you're doing now and if you're not happy with what you're doing right now today and you're not happy about your job your family or your friends or your relationship get out of it stop it don't do it mm. like why are you wasting any second minute or day of your life doing something that doesn't fulfill you yeah and um yeah for, for me it's it's you've got to be fulfilled like you've got to be fulfilled you've you've like you just why else would you live a life that you're unhappy or depressed about? If you are depressed, that's your choice again. You have the power to change that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and you just haven't maybe know, you don't maybe know the strategy yet. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So um, like you said, what we've learned a lot about um, whilst we've been where we are now at Mojo Masters course is really linking what you're doing right now to your values. Yeah. So um, what do you see as your highest values and how do you link that to yourself moving forward? How do you link your value? What do you mean? Sorry. Yeah, so how do you link your your values to your progress moving forward in terms of like moving forward with your career, moving forward with life? Well, I guess you've got to be stuff. first clear on your values. And mm. once you're clear on your values and you want to live that out to a higher degree, you'll naturally yep. move forward. Yep. Like you'll naturally be fulfilled if you're living by your values and what's important to you. Mm. Um, there won't be a struggle to get out of bed, a struggle to work hard or a struggle to do more or explore more like you'll just you'll just want to yeah yeah, yeah. so it's that self-drive then mm. because like again the values that you you have and hold dear is going to push you forward to to try and you know create that future for yourself Absolutely. awesome yeah awesome so um i guess like to rehash and go back and um, go back over so that i guess practically we've got something for the listeners mm. to go back and i guess practically apply because i want to make it as practical as possible yes yeah, so you can um, walk away from this podcast and do something about it exactly because yeah. you know if if there's no action then you know there's no result exactly definitely so um i what i what i i guess got i got from yourself is that um for again, I want to make this relatable, and for um, it, this can be for anyone. But um, if you were a, a young female um, out there wanting to get more from your life, even if you're a young male, um, m- making sure that you're around people that um, support you and uh, support your values mm-hmm. very important. Um, and then, well, not not just support. You do need yeah. people that challenge you too, because. Yeah, okay. um, you can have a lot of supportive friends that aren't moving forward in their life. You can have a lot of friends that will just tell you all the good things and cheer you on, but still, like, get you smashed on the weekend, do drugs, and entice you to do bad things. Yeah. So I don't know if it... You need support, you do, but you also need people that are going to be like, come on, step the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? Come yeah. on, you got yeah. you got more of this. You're better than this. Why do you accept that standard? Okay. So you also need those people in your life. So you need to, like... Um, 
you need to be around people. I think it, you need to raise the circle of influence, the circle of people that you're hanging with. If you have that next level goal, you need to start hanging around with people that have that next level goal. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's powerful. So not just so sort of reinforcing. Of, oh, sorry. If you want more out of your life, yeah. um, you got to figure out what that more is, what that next goal is, and then find those people that have that and hang out with them. Totally. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. So, And that was probably the next thing on the list was pushing mm. yourself to the next level in whatever way you're able to, like whether that's through a network that you have access to, or whether it's through paid coaching yes. or personal development. Yeah. And you know, there's all different types of personal development. Um, and I think I spoke about this with um, with Callum as well, is that you know you have access, obviously right now you're listening to a podcast as a form of personal development. There's lots of different types of podcasts out there, YouTube videos you know google google mm. whatever it is that you're wanting to be more successful at and i'm sure you'll find something there'll be an online article yeah um so yeah and self-growth push for self-growth because um you know if you're accepting just that average um value or mindset then you know, you're really not going to be pushing forward and moving and growing yeah um and then obviously knowing what it is that you want from life so what is your purpose your mission your values yeah, and obviously get real clear on that yeah yeah and that that right there is that is a massive action step so mm. um getting clear on your purpose your mission your values that is going to then enable you to do your your goal setting and yeah, yeah getting clear on yeah where mm. you're moving for the next five ten years that sort of stuff yeah yeah cool so, awesome awesome so um uh, again I, I'm really appreciative for for having you on Nicole I appreciate and, it too um if if any of the listeners wanted to reach out get in, oh, yeah. in touch and so um. Instagram, I guess, at Nicole Stephens PT. Now you have to spell that in the bio because no one knows how to spell my last <laughs> name. Um, Nicole N I C O L E Stephens S T E F F E N S P T is my Instagram bio oh. right now. I do have a podcast, but I'm about to do a bit of a rebrand on that in my personal brand. Um, so depending on when you're watching this podcast, you might not be able to find that Nicole <laughs> Stephens PT because so it will be changing. Stay tuned for stay that. Stay tuned. Um, so give me a follow now so you don't miss out on that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so there's lots of awesome content coming in the future there from is, Nicole. There is, there is. And again, Nicole, very appreciative for having you on the podcast. Lots of juicy stuff there for the listeners. And um, thank you very much. I'll uh, talk thank to you, you soon, I guess. Cheers. <laughs>